Hey, this is Madeline. And I'm Abby. And you're listening to your Lucky You're Cute. Welcome to the show. Do we want to just start with our stuff? And then, yeah. like, if he joins, <laughs> I think it'd be really funny. <laughs> He'd be like, why am I here? <laughs> Should we be very formal if he does come on? <laughs> Hello, sir. Yes. We've never had a guest before. That would we be like haven't. groundbreaking. That would be also like, I think that he'd be great. Like he, the man has, he wants a girlfriend and he's been asking me for like, how do I get a girlfriend? I'm trying to think if I have any updates this week. Yeah. Hit me with them. Well, I gotta think about them. <laughs> I kind of want to wait. I kind of want to tell them about our Halloween plans, but I don't want to give away our scheme, you know, because what if people yeah, let us yeah, yeah, we're scheming yeah. with like. exactly we can't get we can't give away this game all we're gonna say is we have very complicated halloween plans (laughs) more complicated than one might think abby and i love a scheme (laughs) we love to come up with a plot a side plot we do side quests and we do we can't admit to it just yet because you know people might be listening Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I oh. think someone's trying to get me to join a cult. I told you this earlier today. Oh, yes. Through a Facebook. <laughs> Facebook Through Facebook. Group. So there's this guy that I work with at weddings and he works for the caterer. And like, he's always been nice to me, but he's really quiet. And like, he looks like he's high all the time, which is like, you know, mm-hmm. to each his own. Mm-hmm. However, like, he mentioned something about going to a rave. And I was like, I've been trying to find fun nightlife in Boston. And I was like, oh, like, where'd you go? He's like, I mostly go in Providence. And he's like, I have a lot of friends who are into it and a lot of friends who are, like, with the musicians and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, well, if, you like, you know, like, the website that you go to or if you ever know of any coming up, like, let me know. I'd love to go. Mm-hmm. Now, he's been bringing me food while I work, which is great. He's also been texting me. And I'm, he's like, mm-hmm. we could go together. And I was like, well, I like to go with a group. And he's <laughs> like, well, my group goes together. And I was like, great, let me know, and I'll talk with my group. Right. Um, who's, in, who's in my group? <laughs> Abby. <laughs> but I'm not going alone. <laughs> also, like, you weren't asking if you could go with him. You were asking if he could let you know where he's going and you go separately I know. So then I with felt, me. Yeah, so then I felt like he wasn't telling me whether, where the place was because he wanted me to agree to going with him. And I was like, I am perfectly fine seeing you there, you know, right. saying hi to you while you're there, you being in the same vicinity as me. Not a problem. Mm-hmm. Right. If we do go and you do end up being chill, we can hang out. Sure. I just don't want that to be the expectation. No. Also, you don't want to be trapped there. No. He's like, I could pick you up. I'm like, no, that's fine. Also, one thing about the rave crowd, I feel like they're most of them are so, so sweet, so nice, or just so weird. And I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean that, like, some of the boys, weird. Well, like, what did he say to me today? Let me pull it up. Um, he asked me. How open-minded are you? Mine is very much more geared to the alternative lifestyle and more interesting side of life. Oh. Also, are you on Facebook? I don't like that. I'm like, that. He's already lost me. I'm like, that sounds like a cult to me. How open-minded are you? Not that open-minded. My mind is very much shut. Thank you. My first thought is like some sexual thing. That too. And I'm like, 
I told him Mm -mm. before, he's like, how open-minded are you at raves? Like, that's what he started with. I was like, you know what? I like to just go. I like to talk to people. I like to enjoy the music. I don't really, I don't partake in like the drug scene. That's not my thing. Yeah, I was like, what does that mean? But I'm not judgmental of those who do. That's what I said. He's like, oh, that's cool. I'm like, that's like my level of open-mindedness. I'm like, I'm fine with like whatever Mm -hmm. anyone else is doing. However, I'm going to do my own thing. And he also said like, he's like, these places can get like, there's like some weird music that goes on or like weird things. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm like, I'll go. I'll feel Mm -hmm. it out. If I don't like it, I'll leave. Absolutely. I said that. And I was like, okay, fine. End of discussion. Right. I'm like, I feel like he's just trying to feel me out. Like how chill am I? I'm like, I'm fairly chill. Right. However, the fact that he asked it again. Weird. Is making me be like, this is weird. The fact that he phrased it like that is just kind of given, I don't know. Like my answer. Yeah. Particular. Peculiar. I'm like, are you taking me to an orgy party? Because that's not what I signed up for. Yeah, is this, like, a pineapple people situation on our hands or, like... Yeah, I'm, like, mm, I'm not that open-minded. Thanks for asking, them. Yeah. So, like, I haven't responded yet, and I want to respond to you. How open-minded are you? I'm, like, if you have to ask that question, I'm not open-minded enough. <laughs> oh, I'm too curious. I'd be, like, open-minded how? About what? <laughs> I don't want to push it. I do have to, like, work with this guy and, like, see him, which right. is why I'm, like, trying to keep it very just, like, I don't know normal normal and he more or less keeps wanting to push it also the fact that he's like can you come to the rave and i'm like you haven't told me what day it is i asked him for the day like five times i'm like i'm not gonna be able he's like i told you i'm like you didn't (laughs) also like the facebook link like how old are we we are not in our 40s sir i don't know and then it's on like october weekend like halloween weekend so i'm like no i can't go anyway Mm -hmm. but yeah yeah you have a hot date that weekend like why do you guys be weird i'm like just don't make it weird I don't know. I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't appreciate it. I'm not open minded. Frankly, I'm over it. Yeah, we're not. Mm-mm. That's my. <laughs> I like how, like, a few episodes ago, we were literally talking about how if we encountered, if we stumbled upon, not sought out, but stumbled <laughs> upon a sex party, we'd inquire not to be involved, just out of pure curiosity. Well, that's what I said. I'm we like, would just I just want to stand there, watch, be like, what's going on, and then leave. That's what I said. I said, I will go. If I don't <laughs> like it, I leave. I don't see a problem in that. I'm not, like, closed-minded in the fact that I'm, like, judging all these people. I'm just going to be like, okay, this is not for me. I'm going to go home now. But you can say that you came, you conquered, you left. Exactly. I'm like, I like a good story. Yeah, we do things for the bit. I'm like, for the mems. even if it is like a super weird thing, I'm like, I would absolutely show up with my friends and be like, wow, mm-hmm. that was weird. Let's go. Like, that'd be funny. I'm not going right. by myself with some random guy that I just met at work. No. With. Like, I've only spoken like Especially- five things to No, thank you. That's how some people get kidnapped and get taken into cults and sex trafficking. Uh-uh. Especially a guy who's already asking you how open-minded you are. I, I still don't know how to respond. I haven't. <laughs> the answer is just no. Mind closed. I think I'm going to be oh like, oh my God, did he look respond? who it is. Oh my God. So hold on. So Abby and I had this idea because we've had some of Abby's, it's your cousin. Yeah. Abby's cousin is really into the podcast, which we love. We thought it'd be fun to have our first guest come on the podcast today and just, you know, chat with him for a little bit. Also, Tamar, hello. We did bombard you with this and gave you no notice. I just sent him the link and said, join it. <laughs> Hello. So, Tamar, Madeline. Nice to meet you. Pleasure to make your acquaintance. Thank <laughs> oh. you for having me. Oh, I we're feel very honored. You. you sound very, really scared. Oh, no. I am, I'm using my indoor voice. Now I'm outside. 
Hello. Thank you so much. Oh, and I just locked myself out. It's okay. Thank you so much for having me. This is a peak of professionalism right here. Oh, well, no, it's a true honor. And I, like I said, I'm a huge fan of this. And I, every time I listen to your episodes, guys, and your show, I get a lot out of it. And I'm excited to use your knowledge and your insights in the real world. Oh my gosh. I'm just happy we could help. You know, I'm just excited. It's fun. (laughs) Oh, thank you for giving me the opportunity. Do you have any, do you have any questions? I feel like, do you have any questions for us about dating? You know, it's so funny. I was just stretching, doing some exercising (laughs) in the gym and I was just dwelling on that conversation when I checked my phone and got an invite link to this. And I was like, wow, could have been more perfect timing. So Let's dive in, guys. Let's dive Let's right in. Um, question. So I guess my first question is, does I, I always, I think too much. And should you be thinking or should you be acting when talking to somebody? Definitely think before you act. I'm going to start with okay. that. Okay. <laughs> I am a chronic overthinker. I know Abby is too, Mm -hmm. but we both think about entirely different things, which I think is kind of funny with us. Um, I would definitely have a plan going in. That way you're not too caught up in thinking about how talking to them is going to go, how the date's going to go. Kind of have a layout of things you want to talk about, like a few topics or the order of activities you want to do. And then then you can just focus more on the action and letting her speak and getting to know her. Ah, uh, that is a great point. I kind of meant like if you randomly see this person. If you randomly see this person? Do you like question? Uh-huh. So I've been getting, and keep in mind, these are from guy friends. So this, this is very, it could all be invalid insights. So that's why I'm very <laughs> excited to get this perspective from you guys. Straight so they, from the source. Yes, yes. <laughs> so they all say, oh, compliment the person, or in my case, compliment the woman and tell them what you like about them without even knowing them. And then in my head, I'm like, well, I think it should all be about the energy and the conversation you have without talking without just saying oh you're really pretty first so what my question is do you compliment them on their looks first or try to engage in an actual human conversation i like it if they're more direct yeah that's uh, here's my thing like i feel like you probably overestimate how much girls like get direct directness like that and so when we do get it it's really appreciated like obviously it depends entirely on what your approach is like if you're opening and you're like god you're so hot like any girl's gonna be like ugh, don't say that to me (laughs) but if you go up to a girl and you're like hey like you have really really good style I just wanted to like tell you that like your vibe is so cool or like I just want to tell you I think you're really cute or whatever like that's something that I personally like over when if a guy is just talking to me too much half the time Mm -hmm. I'm like okay are you just trying to be my friend like get to the point (laughs) Like, are we just being friends? I like knowing what, what I'm getting myself into. What would your, uh, Abby, be on if someone just came up to you and was like, hey, you're really cute. Can I get your number? I'd love to take you out sometime. Yes. I would love that. Because I feel like... What, that, what you would you think? I, I think I would accept that because I don't think you have to, like, put the pressure on having the conversation right then and there. 
Um, if she says yes, then you already know that she like thinks you're cute enough to like go on a date with you. And she says no, then you're like no harm, no foul. Didn't really invest much time or effort in that. Yeah. I also feel like if you Mm. approach a girl that way, you're not, you're not taking up too much of her time. Like there's times with guys when they start talking to me too much and I'm like, God, how do I get out of this conversation? You're very nice, but like, oh my God, dude, like. I, if you just asked me on a date, I would go out with you. But now I feel like I'm trapped here and I don't know how to be like, hey, I need to go. So sometimes it's nicer when a guy's like, hey, like, do you live in the city? Like, ask you, like, two questions that aren't going to be, like, long-winded and be like, oh, well, like, I know this cool place. Like, I'd love to take you to get coffee this weekend or whatever. Like, I need something to wrap it up. Otherwise, I just feel like it's like a, a phone call with a friend I barely talk to that I'm trapped in. You know? Mm. I also think clarifying that you want to take them on a proper date is really important. Otherwise I'm like, yes. I don't want to just like talk to a guy who's just trying to hook up. That's just not real. So, but if they're like very direct about, I want to take you on a date, I'd be way more willing to give my number. Uh, so you use the keyword. I want to take you on a date. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, I like, I would love to take you to get coffee or get a drink with you. Or I'd say keep it casual. Like I personally am not a fan of like dinner. I like knowing you It's more. I know like that probably wouldn't be your thing either, <laughs> but like, I feel like, I don't know, well, a smaller as guys, date. As you guys point out on your podcast, life is about growing outside of your comfort zones. And, you know, I embrace that and I accept it. Um, what is the importance of confidence when approaching somebody in when we're talking in the love setting? Or, I mean, in general, I guess, but in this particular context. Hmm, I think this is a good one for Madeline because I know you are always like, you go into things just like full confidence. <laughs> Like, you don't worry ever, I feel like, about what someone thinks of you. You're just like, I'm going to go and see if I like you. I feel like it's, um, it is confidence, but it's not overbearing confidence. It's just being open and warm and friendly and not, like, like a lot of guys, when they're hitting on you, they come on really aggressive. And I'm like, aggressive confidence is not really what I'm going for. I'm just looking for, like, wow, they seem like a nice, genuine person, that type of confidence. Yeah. Can you give me the difference between aggressive confidence, uh, confidence and the other confidence that you just mentioned? That's a good question. Yeah. Do you have any examples? I'm trying to think of some. It's all okay. Here's my thing. This isn't like, it might not be very helpful because it's not super concrete of an example, but like sometimes when a guy comes up to me and it's too charming and charismatic, like if a guy's like, comes up to me kind of like what I said before and it's like, Hey, like, you are so beautiful. I saw you over there and like, la, 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 la. Then I'm kind of like, oh, you're so charming that it's kind of like sickening. Like, I wish someone would just be like a little more genuine and be like, hey, like, if, so, if you can tell someone's a little bit nervous or like doesn't really know what to say. Like, I find that much more appealing than a guy who like has it down like it's a script. Oh, right. Like they've done a million times. Yeah, exactly. Well, then I did it perfectly because I, I told this one girl, oh, I like your earrings. And I walked away before she could even respond. <laughs> That's like how I would hit on someone. Yep. And it was great. And I never saw her again. (laughs) You had nothing invested in it. Yeah. That's the first step. It's fantastic. (laughs) I feel like aggressive confidence is like when you're out and like a guy just like comes up to you and like puts his arm around you and then starts talking to you. Like, why, why are you touching me before you even know my name? That's scary. For sure. Stuff like that. For sure. That, that equals pepper spray. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it happens a lot. So that's why, I'm, like, if you, like, just, like, stood, like, in, I don't know. 
keep like a five feet away from me and start hitting at me within that distance. And if I want to come closer, I will. <laughs> yeah. I need, like, Beautiful. I need a range. <laughs> wow. Duly noted. Duly noted. <laughs> but yeah, like if, I, well, if I'm in New York City and I'm walking and a guy starts hitting on my knees, like standing a foot away from me, I'm like backing away slowly. Oh yeah, for sure. I'm backing away. But I if he like when a guy stands too close to me. Yeah, but if he's hitting me from like a good like five feet away, I'm like, okay, like I can I can like stand my ground a little bit, you know, like I'll hear him out a little bit more. Okay, and my last question, my last question, and this is the most tricky one: when somebody's <laughs> walking at a very good pace, even if they're just walking, <laughs> do you take your chance as somebody who's like you know waiting for their food, let's say at a Starbucks, or at somebody who's just you know bombing down the street, walking, <laughs> doing their New York pace walk, and you're like, uh, do I try that? What do you guys think? What are your what are your thoughts on that? I think it's fifty fifty. I think it depends more on them than it does on you at that point. It depends on the mm. they're having. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to remember. Like, most of the things that we're talking about have so little to do with you. As If you are, like, approaching someone in a respectful, nice way, it is, like, the response you get is going to have very little to do with you and most to do with them. You know, like, what they're looking for, where they are in life, what their type is, right. stuff like that that, like, you can't control and is a waste of your time to try and control. But I think, like, in your situation, yeah, I feel like it's, like, so situational if uh, this girl is walking away, like, there's environments where I'm like, okay, it could scare her if you, like, chase this girl down the street. But if you can, like, nicely, like, kind of, like, end up on the side of her and be like, hey, I'm, like, so sorry to bother you. Like, or if she's wearing headphones, don't do that. You're going to startle her. But if you notice that she's, like, just leaving the Starbucks and you have to, like, run outside quickly and, like, just while she's a step out the door and be like, hey, like, so sorry, I saw you in there. That's different. I'd say go for it in that case. Sometimes it's better mm. to act before you think if you're like, oh, I really have a good feeling about this girl. But, like, do it knowing it might be a little awkward at first or whatever, which is not bad. I think that could be, like, cute to some people. I also think he's, like, saying, like, oh, I'm, like, so sorry to bother you, but, like, they could yes. not say something. I think you're really cute, and I'd like to get out sometime if I could get your number. Like, you can just do it that way as well. Just, like, that would totally work on me. The shorter, I think, the the time until you get your point across, the better. Yeah. I, and I think that's a good point too. Like if I'm at the gym or something and a guy comes up to me and he's like, Hey, I'm so sorry. Like, I, like, I know you're at the gym, you're just trying to work out. But like, I just thought like, I really appreciate when a guy acknowledges the fact that he might be bothering me or like he, he knows that he might come up a certain way and is like apologizing already for it. I always appreciate because it shows that he has an awareness of me and my comfort and not just what he could get out of me. And then, like, to back away, I would, like, if I did, like, like that, think that guy was cute, I'd be like, well, now I really want to talk to him. Like, I want to text him because I'm, like, he, like, just, like, came over here, really confident, got my number, and then just left. Now I'm, like, yeah. now it's, like, a cliffhanger, and I'm, like, now I want to get to know him. Yeah, it's better to leave them wanting more than to make them be, like, oh, my God, yes. how do I get out of this conversation? Way ah, better. Way, so, way, way better. So just leave, and then if they want more, they leave it in their ball. Yes, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or exactly. their court. Thank yeah. you so much. Have a great rest of your day. It was wonderful meeting you. I'll text you soon and just walk away. Yeah. And then text them. Yep. Short and brief. Uh, all righty. Have no intentions. <laughs> I like it, guys. Well, thank <laughs> no, you so much for your time and your insights. And it really gave me a new spark of motivation. And maybe, just maybe, there might be a, br- a brim of hope in the next p- couple of years. Oh, I hope A couple so. of years. <laughs> I hope sooner than that. <gasps> we yeah, have to keep us we'll updated. See. We can Thank do a follow-up you. segment. Yes, yes. Before, if there, yes. 
Before you hop off, quick question. Do you believe in love at first sight? Because that's what we're talking about today. Uh, you know what? I personally can't, haven't been in any situations where I can attest to that, but I believe that personality is first. So you're, you're leaning, no, you don't believe in love at first sight. Uh, honestly, for me personally, I think it's, you know, looks are, I think you got to be attracted to the person, but I think the person, no personality is the most important aspect. Um, so that's for me. Okay. But, okay. but, well, but thank you. check it out on me, uh, in a couple of years and we'll see. <laughs> I, I might just, uh, be on the opposite side of that. We'll see. <laughs> I have hope that it'll be weeks or months and not years. I'm manifesting that for you. Oh, well, Abby, Madeline, thank you so much for your time. And I truly appreciate your insights. And it means a lot to me. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. It was a lot of fun for us. Uh, thank you, guys. Have a beautiful evening. Bye. Bye. Have a good one. Bye. If, if you guys want to come and talk to us about your dating life, shoot us a DM. <laughs> Maybe we'll start having more people on here. That'd be fun. You can come on and talk. You can just submit questions if you don't feel comfortable coming on and asking directly. But either way, I think it'd be a good time. He came equipped with some questions. He was prepared. <laughs> I love it. I thought I was going to be coming up with questions on the spot. And he was like, nah, girls, I brought an outline. <laughs> no, he, he came prepared and I appreciate it. Those are some good questions, I feel like. I know. He was making me really think. I know. <laughs> Well, that's a good um, little transition into this week where we're going to be talking about love at first sight. Um, when we were talking about doing an episode on this like a few weeks ago, what did you say? Do you remember that one conversation we had about what we can contribute to this conversation? I I know. What did I say? Oh, my God. I don't know. Let's see. Were we texting about it? We were. Pull up the receipts. Oh, yeah. I'm pulling up the receipts. I'll wait. (laughs) You said, it's one of my deep and meaningful conversation topics, so I have lots of stuff to say. And I said, I can contribute general opinions and tomfoolery. And you said, I like tomfoolery. And I said, I like you. And you said, I like you. (laughs) Another beautiful interaction between us. It was. So let's hear it. Let's hear your answer. I've also never heard your answer, so I'm intrigued. I do have a list of topics in my phone that I keep that I call my deep and meaningful conversation topics. And it's what I like to pull out when I'm like just trying to get to know someone, you know, like you're at like a party late at night and everyone's just kind of sitting on the floor, like drunk, just like chatting. These are the conversations I pull out. You're like sitting at a beach for like eight hours and like you're like sun crazy. Like these are the questions. (laughs) Either way, when you're like, you know, just like a little, just trying to get to know each other, not too serious, fun topics. And it's fun for me because I feel like it's like a little personality quiz to like see what people think about these things. My question is, do you believe that love at first sight exists? So to start, I would define myself as a very romantic person. I definitely like believe in love. I like romantic things. I like to celebrate anniversaries and go on dates. And I like Valentine's Day and I like flowers. Like I love all that stuff. However, I know myself and I don't think that I would ever be able to fall in love at first sight. Mm -hmm. Why? I have to like someone and get to know their personality and like build trust and a connection with them 
before I feel that feeling of love. Like there absolutely can be initial attraction for me. And I can see someone and be like, I feel like they're my type of person. Like I feel like I would get along with them. Mm-hmm. Like right off the bat without speaking to them, just by seeing them. But love, I think, is something that grows over time. Right. I agree. I feel like, I mean, first of all, I've personally just never had that experience. So I can't believe in it if I haven't experienced it. But I just think that love grows so much over time. Like you said, like it gets to a point in a relationship where you see someone and you're like, from across the room, you're like, oh my God, I love that person. So like, even just looking at them, you're like, oh, that's my person, right? But I really don't see a world in which I see someone for the first time and feel that way. Like that's something that takes, like to me, it took like over a year, honestly, to feel that to like that extent where I was like, that's my person. I love that person. And I'm not even talking to them or interacting with them or maybe even making eye contact with them. So I don't know. I I also, like, I'm kind of curious when people who say that they've been in love at first sight, if that's just, like, really, really, really intense attraction. Like, I just have a hard time believing it's love in the same way that we would define love. But I could also just be cynical. I definitely think that people do believe that they've had love at first sight. Like, you can have see someone and you're super, super attracted to them. You go talk to them and they do check all these boxes that you have in your head for what you want out of a partner. You start a relationship with them and it lasts and it's committed and you have a long, happy life together. And you can say you fell in love at first sight. However, I think it was just luck. I think you got mm-hmm. attracted at first sight to someone that you were actually compatible with long-term. Right. It definitely became love but I don't know if it was fully love at first sight from the get-go yes I also think that love is an action not just a feeling like you have to choose to love someone you can't just say you love them and then not follow up on it you have to continually like wake up make that choice to pay attention to them, care about them, listen to them, work on the relationship. And like that goes with any relationship ever. Mm-hmm. Even friendships. Even friendships, um, family relationships, romantic relationships, they all take an amount of work to maintain and mm-hmm. to keep that love. So I don't really know how much could be considered, oh, I saw you and I'm immensely in love with you immediately. Yeah, I just, I just truly don't see it. I really don't. I think you're right. I think you can initially be so crazy attracted and drawn to someone. And it's just really lucky that this is someone who you were going to fall in love with anyways over time. But do I think that you were in love with them without even talking to them? I don't know. Also, I don't know if love at first sight is unconditional love. Like when I want someone to love me, I want them to love me like no conditions, like love me at my worst, love me at my best, like just love me for all of it. And you just don't get that with love at first sight because they don't know everything about you. They just see this like one second blip of who you are. And that is definitely not anything everyone is, is like what you can see right off the bat. Right. 
yeah, I don't know. I also feel like I'm trying to think of an environment. Like, for example, like if I'm out at a bar and like I see a guy from across the room, he's so good looking. I'm so attracted to him. My mind obviously is going to play like I'm going to make a, a man out of him that he's probably not. You know, like I'm going to be like, oh, he's probably so smart and so sweet. And like, I feel like he'd pick me up from Pilates in the morning. I'm like, blah, blah, blah. All these things that I couldn't possibly know about him and are most likely not accurate. So I feel like you're maybe falling in love with the idea of someone, but not like who they truly are, which I think we're all kind of guilty of to some extent, but not like love. I've definitely been guilty of putting someone on a pedestal and like highlighting their good qualities and ignoring their bad qualities. Mm. And I've definitely seen someone for the first time and been like, wow, like they're really cute. They seem really nice. Like I like their smile. I like their energy. I want to go talk to them. I want to get to know them better. Mm. And I do go over and have a good initial first conversation with them. However, even that I wouldn't call love at first sight. Like I've even like, I feel like that's the way I've been in like every single one of my relationships. Like I've always had like a good first impression of them, but I still wouldn't call that love at first sight. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think I would either. Even with guys I've dated who I'm like, you are so attracted to me or just, well, <laughs> you are so attractive to me. Um, like I just, I've never felt like that's something that's even on the horizon as like love at first sight. So in anticipation of our podcast today, I was doing a little bit of research, you know, reading some articles. Um, and according to science, the first <laughs> sight is possible. Do you like my um, citation there of just like science? <laughs> science says it's possible. A bullet point says science says it's possible. And I, it's possible. I can't argue with that. I data. looked at my sources. You can look at your sources. They will probably be different sources. However, <laughs> Science says it's possible. <laughs> Mine will be like Google Scholar and yours will be like BuzzFeed. <laughs> Literally. Or or yours will be Google Scholar and I'll be like, oh my God, and mine will be BuzzFeed. You know what? My sources have professional sources and that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Okay, let's hear them. We also never let's hear them. a professional podcast in that we were shouting facts here. We're just doing our best. We're just, we're just girls. <laughs> we're literally just girls. So let me tell you some science. <laughs> Please. So love at its like most basic form is just chemicals in our brain. Specifically, dopamine, which is the pleasure chemical, adrenaline, which is the action chemical, and oxytocin, which is the bonding chemical. And it is possible for these chemicals to be released within our brain within a second of seeing someone that you find attractive. Doesn't mean it happens all the time, but it does mean it's possible. So chemically within our brain, we can, as humans, feel love for someone right when we see them. There was a study done that reported that 34% of people had felt love at first sight at some point in their life. Upon further investigation, this feeling of love at first sight was often one-sided, as in one person saw someone and said, oh my God, Mm -hmm. I love them, and the other person maybe didn't even notice them. Or talk to them and was like, yeah, you know, like, I'll get to know them. But, like, I'm not, like, sold. I'm not surprised about that. I'm not surprised about that either. Like, that makes total sense to me. Even if you think about, like, a normal interaction on, like, a night out or something. It's so rare for two people to be equally as interested in each other. Yes. So then when I hear these stories that are like, oh, we fell in love at first sight. I'm like, 
did you or did one of you? Mm-hmm. And then the other, one, like, yes. the other one of you liked attention because I don't blame you if that happened because I like attention. Mm-hmm. Also, science says men are way more likely than women to fall in love at first sight, which I also believe. Also not surprised about. There was a study that came out like this year, which is not surprising at all, but like just confirmed everything that we have known. <laughs> and it was that men place such an emphasis on physical attractiveness when they're dating women and women place such like way more of an emphasis on things like emotional maturity and like uh, patience and, you know, like actual personality traits. And that's why most, most um, women like report not feeling fulfilled emotionally in their relationships because like what they're getting from men is often not on the same level. Like men aren't placing the same effort into getting to know someone on an emotional level and instead focusing really heavily on just how they feel when they see someone. Well, have you even seen, which obviously fades. Have you even seen like those videos where they're, like, there's these people like walking around New York City interviewing people and they go up to people asking like, what are you looking for in a partner? And they ask the guys and like the majority of the guys are like tall, blonde, hot, big boobs, athletic, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like that's their look. Yeah. And then they go ask the women, they're like smart, kind, funny, takes care of me, yeah. driven. Like they actually name qualities, like personality qualities versus physical qualities. Like the – right. The, the values are just so drastically different. So different. Yeah. I also think that men want to marry a woman when they're ready to be married. Mm-hmm. Like, there's not really a woman that can convince them to get married before they're ready to be married. Even a woman that they are in love with. Even, like, the woman of head over heels. If they're yeah. not in that mindset of, oh, I want to settle down – They're not going to. It's not happening. Versus a woman who might have this, like, super long plan for her future that just, like, involves her and her career meets the right man. And she's like, okay, I'll get married. So for the man's – in the man's case, like, was it love at first sight or were they just, like, the next decent available option when you were ready? Right. When you're in the right headspace for that. Honestly, as a woman, it's kind of a sickening thought, you know? <laughs> I don't think about like, it too much. <laughs> I know, but I just, I do, you know? I think about it. I just hope, but let's not dwell. I just hope I like the one that decides that I'm good enough, you know? Like, when he's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you will, dear. I'm sure you will. But no, I feel like that's why, like, you and I are, like, going on, like, so many dates. Because I'm like, okay, like, let's just, like, keep weeding through the pack. Yeah. Let's dig for this needle in a haystack. Needle in a haystack. We find one. And then just, like, hope he's, like, in the right mindset to like me, too. Right. <laughs> and, like, likes you a lot. Like, all of the thi- all of the things have to fall into place. Which, like, all the things falling into place could lead to love at first sight. But only in a small portion. Like, a small percentage. Yeah. It's just so funny because, like, as you said, like, with a guy... Even if a guy is crazy for you, that man is not going to marry you unless he's ready. Yep. And he would rather break up with you than marry you. I guarantee it. Guarantee it. But for, like, a girl, it's usually, like, the right person will make me ready. Yeah. Like, that's how I feel. I'm like, do I feel like I'm ready for something super serious right now? I don't know. 
For the right person, absolutely. I would be so in so fast. I mean, not so so fast, but like I'd be in. Like one of my friends said to me recently, oh, I feel like you're either going to get married like really late, like 30s, or we're, you're going to shock and everyone meet a guy in the next like six months and get married at 25, <laughs> 24, 25. And I was like, that's not like, like that's kind of fair. Like that's true, honestly. Because I'm just totally willing to wait until I meet someone who's on that same level as me and adjust to my feelings instead of like sense where I am and then just find someone who I feel like can fit some box. Absolutely agree with you on that. I feel like I'm either going to get married in the next four years or I'm going to get married in my late thirties. Yeah, exactly. There's no middle ground for me. Really? I I don't see a middle ground. I really don't. (laughs) I'm hoping for it. Truly. I hope for it. Like me too. Like I'm very open to that. I just like not like, I don't foresee it. Yeah, I really don't. I don't foresee getting married in a normal time. <laughs> so, yes, many people have reported that they have felt love at first sight. However, I don't think that this feeling is actually love. I think it's the attraction that they have towards this person and a strong pull to get to know them further. The intimacy yes. and the connection that we think of when we think of love has to come later and comes with time and getting to know this person. Love at first sight, it can happen. It can happen more than once. It can happen and it can stay. It can also happen and it can fizzle out, as with any relationship. When it does result in a happy, committed, long-lasting, beautiful relationship, that's an awesome story. And if I were you, mm-hmm. I would keep telling that story. If that happened to me, I would tell the sh- Oh, absolutely. Tell everyone that. <laughs> absolutely. I'd be shouting, I fell in love at first sight from the rooftops. But I don't think it's something that I want to to count on or bank on. But if it happens to me, I'd be so happy. Yeah. I agree. Honestly, I think I just wouldn't trust it, though. Like, in this, okay, tell me what you think of this and if your experience is the same. I have noticed that when I have a great, great, great connection with someone off the bat, it never works well. It always fizzles out. And it very quickly, I've learned that, like, I'm either being love bombed or like someone's just being who I want them to be. Like I have just learned that like the slow and steady is much more trustworthy and works much better for me. It makes me feel much safer than a really quick, oh my God, I'm so, we're so connected. We're so compatible. Like I'm so attracted to you. Like that right off the bat, like I need to be with you. That to me is like a recipe for disaster and a sign that we're actually not a good match at all. And then in two weeks, we're both going to be like, wait, I actually don't like you. I don't know. I feel like this is where you and I differ. Because mm-hmm. like, I <laughs> can definitely tell if I'm going to like someone, like really like them within five minutes. Like in my really? first sight, but like within five minutes, I can usually give you a pretty solid yes or no. Mm-hmm. Like as their character as a whole. It's like a yes, no, maybe type of thing. Okay. I think for me, I have like a yes or a no pretty quickly. The no is going to be a no. The no is ever going to change to a yes. But the yes to me can like, isn't trustworthy. Like if I spend five minutes with you and I'm like, oh yes, I'm super interested in you. You know how I am. Within 48 hours, that could be a complete no. Even if you didn't do anything wrong, even if you didn't like, show a minor like a major character flaw or anything like it could just take like 
a switch in my feelings for me to be like, actually, I don't know if I feel it. If we're talking like, for me, it takes me like consistency. If I've liked you for weeks on end or months on end, then you're in with me. If I like you within the first five minutes, do not feel safe. Okay. Do you remember when we first met though? Yes. I liked you within five minutes. <laughs> well, I liked you within five minutes. And? Were you like, and here we are. about it and be like, oh my God, <laughs> switch up on me. Like, <laughs> no, but I took so much time. Do you remember how shy I was with you for like probably a year? That is true. But like, do you remember how I just like decided? I was like, no, I like her. <laughs> you just decided and here we are. Like, I literally think we hung out like three times and I was like, so you're my best friend. Like it was literally like kindergarten. And I was like, <laughs> I, was like, I choose you. <laughs> And I feel like I'm that with, like, relationships, too. Like, if I find someone and I'm like, okay, like, I fuck with you. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. Like, I I also have, like, I know I have a very unique personality. Like, hate it or love it. Like, that's just the way I am. So to mm-hmm. find someone who meshes with that really well is more rare for me. That actually is a really good point. So, like, I feel like that can lead to my yes a lot faster. That is a – okay, that's very true because – I think that one difference between us is like you are very yourself right from the get-go and not that I make an effort to be anything but myself but it's more just like I'm even if I don't seem introverted I'm very shy and it takes me a while to warm up to you and trust you enough to be fully myself you know it's not like I'm like trying to be fake or like I never yeah I'm never fake but I just it takes me a while so I feel like if I have a connection with someone right off the bat it means so little to me Cause I'm like, you're actually not seeing any part of me because I'm nervous and anxious and rambling and just like, you know, like I am dissociating and blacking out right now. Mm-hmm. Like anything a guy tells me on the first date, I won't remember. I can guarantee that because I'm so just like overthinking everything that I'm not actually listening and I'm not making an effort not to listen. It's just kind of going in one ear out the other. Like, do you know why you do that though? Well, it's, it's more just like, I, I don't know. I think I'm just like a, like a shy person, even if I'm very good at, you know, keeping a conversation going and like stuff like that. I think it's just, maybe it's just like, a, I don't trust. I, you know, I really don't know. I think I'm just kind of like that. You know what though? I'm like similar, but different as always. So you're like hiding like your true personality behind, like you're definitely like yourself, but you're like, you're like more reserved self. You're yeah, more filtered self. I'm my sure. scripted self. <laughs> That's so true. You become you become sales pitch battle. <laughs> like I know my talking points. I know like my good conversation topics. I know what stories are funny and get good laughs. Like it's genuinely me, but it's also genuinely rehearsed. <laughs> And like, that is so funny. That's so true. I'm like, I need someone who breaks me out of that and like has like a more open conversation. And then I get to be like myself unscripted and who knows what you're going to get then. And you need someone to break you out of your, I'm like, I'm like fun and like quiet and giggly. Yeah. A hundred percent. They don't get like the, like the sassy Abby that I get. No. Or like the weird, like yeah. I can be so weird. And like, I just kind of tone it down when I'm first meeting someone. And it's not even out of like, oh, I don't think they'll like me. It's more just like, you know, I don't know. I just kind of like. <laughs> like, again, like, okay, so if everyone's doing that, which I'm sure everyone's doing some sort of this at all times, because like, 
we're all nervous. We're all trying to put our best foot forward on a date. We're all trying to make a good first impression. Then like going back to like love at first sight, like you're still only being like a small fraction of yourself. Can you even love like that, like tiny portion if that's not all you are? Exactly. Like if I'm at a bar and a guy sees me and is like, oh my God, I'm in love with that girl. He's seeing the version of me that's standing up straight, that has a cute outfit on, that went to a nice place, that is like being fun and dancing, whatever. And he's not seeing the part of me that like, I don't know, rolls out of bed at noon and like, I look horrible. I look like a sewer rat. I like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You're seeing like such a tiny blip of someone and their personality in their life and like their like highlight real kind of situation. Like, I don't know. I feel like it's like false. I'm just inherently not being like, oh my God, I love them based off of like, exactly. Like you are just seeing the highlights. Exactly. It's like your favorite influencer. That's like my advertisement for myself. I'm like, that's what I want. Absolutely. You are seeing them hundred percent, but you're seeing the best of them and you are seeing what they want you to see. And I think a lot of loving someone is seeing and loving the parts of someone that they don't necessarily want to show you. And they're maybe embarrassed about and they're not proud of. And it's just like, we're all flawed. I love it when I'm talking to someone and they point out personality traits that I have that I didn't even know I had. Yeah, me too. <laughs> like, I think that's great. I'm like, thank you so much for telling me that. I never would have known. And like, that's not something that I would get like within a second of meeting someone. Right. No, you wouldn't. I also think for me, like a big part of love is like being reliable. Yes. Consistency, showing up. And that's not something that you can get within a second of meeting them like that's something that has to be built with trust over time and like the more and more you show up consistently like I will be like okay like this is someone I can love like this is someone Mm -hmm. around and support me and be there and I can the good the bad yeah like I can relax into that yeah I also think that you and I we take a lot of time with that stuff like it didn't it took me like over a year to be comfortable with like the guy that I was seeing for a few years it took me such a long time to be able to relax and trust I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to relax again I don't know either I like I truly I don't know if I can either we're so I'm like I'm gonna be fully honest with you yeah I know like I'm right there with you I can't relax I don't know (laughs) I truly can't relax I think it's gonna take a lot of time and patience from the next person that I date I was like so relaxed and got so blindsided that now I'm like nope not doing that again never again never again like it's not even a choice at this point yeah my body doesn't even let me yeah it's like (laughs) okay a guy that I like a guy said to me like a few months ago we were talking about like what our warning labels would be for ourselves right because you and I did this and I don't remember what I told him mine were but his was like oh like don't like get feelings for me too quickly and I literally started laughing so I was like just trust me we're gonna have the opposite problem that's all the time is don't fall in love with me yeah it's like it takes me so long to trust myself to trust you enough to let myself like you it's not even about you it's like are you showing up for me enough that I'm like okay it's safe yeah to have emotions towards you exactly that's what I'm saying like so I was like that's that's cute And, like, it only takes one time of inconsistency for me to be, like, nope. Yeah. Yep. Like, it really does. Like, that's how, like, how thin it is. Wow. Aren't (laughs) (laughs) If y'all thought this was going to be an uplifting, warm, romantic story time, 
you know, Anyways, <laughs> just bear in our souls. <laughs> Have a good weekend, guys. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I had one more thought that I wanted to share. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a thought today, and I did share it with Abby, but I have only ever dated and had crushes on guys oh my God. with blue eyes or gray eyes. And Abby thinks that gray eyes and blue eyes are creepy. <laughs> Madeline texted me today and said, what are your thoughts on dating guys with, if you like, would you ever date a guy with blue eyes? And I said, I'd be creeped out. And that's my true and honest reaction. Like to me, they're beady little snake eyes and I don't want it. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have green eyes. I can say that. I like a guy with beautiful brown eyes, dark hair, and I will die on the hill. And I like that we have opposite types. You like surfy look, like surfer looking, blonde, blue eyed. No, I'm going to, I'm going to push those towards you. That's great. <laughs> and then like, do we just like each other? <laughs> I, 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 did you see the pictures? I sent Abby all of my best friends. Oh yeah. Now in elementary school. And I totally have a best friend type. It's kind of weird. I don't plan it that way. I just like them. Um, and they all look the same. Like they're all like, like dirty blondes, like, like freckly blue, green eyes. It's my type. Yeah. It, it is really funny. When I looked at those photos, I was like, those could be younger versions of me. Like, they don't look like me, but just, like, hair color, vibe. Like, Yeah. The, vi- the vibe is all the same. <laughs> I don't know that so I'm funny. consistent, so. You're nothing if not consistent. <laughs> I try. I told you I value consistency. <laughs> I, I am. You practice what you preach, and I'll give you that. I'm consistently unpredictable, as my family would Of course. That is also true. Organized chaos. I love organized chaos. I know you do. Anyway, I had fun today. I really liked our episode. I liked that Tamur. How do you say his name? Tamur. I liked that Tamur came on, and <laughs> I enjoyed our conversation. And I liked that Abby and I are just exposing each other on the internet, as always. Of course, of course. Anyway, <laughs> have a great week, and I hope you do get to experience love at first sight because it sounds pretty cool. It does. Maybe we will. You never know. Okay. Love you. Bye.